Welcome to Career Bits, the podcast of the University Career Center at UNC Charlotte. I'm Jay, very excited to have with me today 2013 alum Zach Anderson, who's also the CEO and co-founder of Zaddy Solutions. Zach, thanks so much for coming on Career Bits. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, Zach, we've got lots we want to talk about um, today, but specifically I want to talk with you a little bit about how you got from your time as a student here at UNC Charlotte to founding your own company. Ooh, that's a that's a lengthy story. I thought I wanted to do one thing when leaving UNC Charlotte, um, and I went. It was a um, person that actually sold um, ad spots for newspapers back in 2013-14 when mobile apps weren't even that popular yet. So I was on planes uh, about nine months going all over um, uh, Texas, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Georgia, and selling all this. So little little uh, country boy me going off to all these little locations. Um, but I uh, was happy to be at home for the week, and I was uh, found at Unknown Brewery. It's not there anymore, but um, I was sitting there just be- getting my hydration in. Ha ha. Um, but uh, I was, their, their logo is a uh, piece of wheat and barley stuck together to form a question mark. Um, I have a marketing degree, so uh, so I was really curious. I started chatting up the bartender, and as I was uh, talking about that, like, who's your advertising agency? Did you come up with that? The director of recruiting for a creative staffing agency was sitting um, about three seats down for me, really drunk, gave me your business card, and we decided to connect um, that Monday. Even the first day I started recruiting, I had no idea what it was. I was like, y'all make money off of this? Had no clue. Um, and... I, Honestly, my career has been a lot of being hard-headed, um, but also uh, good luck, happenstance. But I think the harder you work, the more luck you get. Um, so went from there, was at Robert Half for two and a half year, two and a half three years. Went to a, another small staff or mid-sized staffing firm here in Charlotte uh, region um, that gave me access to uh, to companies in New York like Johnson and Johnson, Verizon. Got to work with Ajo Del Hayes, um, a lot of different ones, just to expand the, the the types of roles that I could work on. My knowledge of the uh, digital landscape, recruiting landscape, technology landscape. Um, then went to two more places, and finally, I, I almost lost my passion for recruiting, and I finally just said, "Screw it, let me start my own." Um, recruiting company um, and I have two business partners that were crazy enough to sign on with me um, but now almost a year later we're up and running um, but it it's not easy um, but I'm I'm definitely glad that I've done it Ton, tons of things to unpack there and I think one of the things that, that really pick on there is that you were in a totally not work so social situation just kind of chilling out but being a curious person asking questions and someone else who was also in a social situation said, Hey, let's connect. And you followed up on that. And we tell students all the time here that even when you're not intending to, you're still always networking and it's important to follow through on those things. But I just want to kind of back up for a minute to you the next morning, looking at that going like, do I really want to call this person? (laughs) Just (laughs) both into at the bar. What made you sort of go through with all that? Um, I was really unhappy with my, the job that I was in. Um, I had looked at other, places to to go i wanted to be in marketing Mm -hmm. um so i the marketing field is really hard to break into um unless you have all the internships and all that kind of stuff um so i was able to get into an account manager role sales side role for recruiting for a creative agency i was like 
Uh, that's close enough. We're, we're getting there. <laughs> kind of side dooring <laughs> yourself into the. We're getting there. Um, and I just, I just said, why, why not? Like, mm-hmm. I, I decided to do it. It was good money. Um, a lot of really good education um, and training. The mm-hmm. the people that I got to meet there, networking is gold. It really held this these days platinum. Um, but it just it. It just kind of a snowball effect. I, I mean, I thought I almost got fired three or four times. I almost quit at least a dozen times. Um, but I just, it just something kept me sticking with it. It was just I, I would always get one more deal or one more new client, solve something cool, meet a new cool person, and it just kind of all made it worth it. You yourself said you, you didn't realize people could do this for a living and make money off of it, being you know a staffing recruiting firm and working as a, as a recruiter. Yeah. I, I would venture to say that the majority of our, our students listening to this have no idea what a recruiting firm does. <laughs> um, they know that we work with them some here. I know that because I'm a career services nerd. I've done this for too long. But in a nutshell, explain to me and to anybody listening, what exactly is the role and, and work of a recruiting firm and then what your role as a recruiter inside of a firm is? That's a lot to unpack, too. Um, I, as a now as CEO, I do a little bit of everything. I was vacuuming before I came over here. Um, <laughs> but a recruiter essentially works with a hiring manager. They take a job description and they look at it. And there's really an art and a science to it. The, the science of it is like you have this skill set, this skill set, this skill set. But looking beyond that, like, are you a good match for the team, the good match for the company? Do you like the product? Do you have uh, the ability to be here for three to five years. Sure. Um, so a recruiter is looking at someone that we're, we're part teacher, we're part, part psychologist, we're part, um, who's, what are the people that look in the crystal balls? Uh, uh, fortune tellers? Yeah, part fortune A <laughs> <laughs> little bit of everything. Um, you went from things you can major in at UNC Charlotte to things you can't real quick. Yeah, there is thing. no major for recruiting. There's, I mean, yeah. usually people in recruiting positions are former um, uh, former sports players that have that competitive nature mm-hmm. um, that it's just it's being that you don't necessarily have to be extroverted but you need to be able to conserve your energy mm-hmm. and be able to um, make connections with people understand them know what they're wanting to do be able to translate between the, the hiring manager and what's happening at the company to the prospective candidate be able to walk them through mm-hmm. um, the entire process of, of finding them to then getting them to their first day and then even checking in with them the next 90 days. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, there, there's a lot of things involved with being a recruiter. Um, if, if you're trying to break it into categories, there's corporate recruiter, there's agency recruiter, there's people that are just on the recruiting side, there's full cycle, which is you work with candidates and clients. Um, did I mention corporate recruiter? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a whole lot of different types of folks out there and, all right, so there's tons of opportunities, tons of things to do, but it sounds to me like the key components of anybody who might be remotely interested in that or maybe is wondering, should I do this, whatever, is if you enjoy relationship building, this might be for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, there, what was really unique about, about Robert Half versus another, a, lot of, a lot of other agencies is Robert Half built specialty practices. So if they're the kind of accounting and finance division, if you're a former accountant that is that has a really good personality and likes to be out there, they would recruit you to their accounting and finance division. Same thing for the creative side. They liked me because I had a marketing degree and I was sitting there talking about a logo. Right. Um, other, I mean, other recruiting spots, they'll, they'll do different things. Um, I don't, I'm now in tech recruiting and able, and able to go end to end. I've only been able to do that the past few years. I picked it up because mm-hmm. I had to, I fought it for the longest time. 
Um, for the first six years, I thought a Java developer was someone that made coffee. Um, <laughs> like it's it's uh, it's you just pick it up. It's just mm-hmm. a language. Um, it's a hustle. Um, it's not one of those things you can go get a degree for. It. You just have to learn it. Yeah, no, and I think you've hit on one thing that we talk about all the time about the idea of lifelong learning for students. It doesn't mean that you continue in school at all, but what your degree has prepared you for is to be able to take a lot of information and boil it down into something that's usable very quickly. You're going to do that a lot faster, many more times over your, your career field as certainly you have done. So let's jump into the entrepreneurial side of things now, Zach. You decided, okay, I want to hang my own shingle because, like you said, I'm tired of doing it for everybody else. So, And then you convinced other people to join you on the high dive. How did you do that? Um, fortunately, uh, both my business partners are alum of UNC Charlotte as well. I've known them for over a decade. Um, so that wasn't as part of a sell. Great. Um, but uh, both, both of them have small business uh, backgrounds. Uh, Bradley uh, works for his uh, parents' medical staffing company, so has that background. Cody um, works for his parents' uh, tax business, so has that accounting, mm-hmm. finance, APAR type of thing. Right. So the, those were able to cover the gaps that I had. Sure. Um, in the entrepreneurial world, I didn't even know what it meant. Um, honestly, mm-hmm. I think people try to glorify it more than it actually is glory. Um, people will think you're crazy until you succeed, and then they'll think you're courageous. Um, you go from one to the other pretty yes, quick. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, you, you flip adjectives really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's really trying to... You need to definitely understand who you are because you will get beat up all over the place. Um, you will have people try to tear you down, um, and sometimes it will succeed. But it's it's not about how you fall; it's how you rise. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's not for everyone. It's not for the faint of heart, but it's definitely for one of those that they want to they want to have equity in their own vision and really be able to make a, a difference out there. And, working for themselves. And one thing I picked up on that you said earlier was that you have been working on getting this launched for a year and it, it took you that long to ramp up. I don't think people realize like how long it really takes to put together a business and you know, what that looks like. Um, getting to the success stage that we're at mm-hmm. has taken a full year. Yeah. Um, I fell into opening my own company because I was, um, say this, but I, I hit a glass ceiling so much in my career that I was tired of fighting upward. And in what we do, it's either you go up and you become like a director, a managing director, that sort of thing. And you get further and further away from actually working with people, working with clients, and you start working with spreadsheets and you're sitting in all day long meetings to have another meeting to this. And the impact was going away. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Um, I had a really good friend of mine that said, well, you've always wanted to open up your own shop. Why don't you do that? I was like, you have lost your mind. I have never <laughs> owned my own company. Why would I do that? So I just kind of sat down. I just thought, oh, why not? So I was still interviewing to be a recruiter other places, but nothing was really checking the boxes. I was like, huh, I want to do that. So I just kept doing it. I'm stubborn. And you can ask anybody. I'm stubborn. I just kept doing it. So you created your own box, in, in essence, right? And then let myself out of it every chance I can. See, there you go. So, <laughs> so, I imagine a, a, a good portion of your time and effort and things are, are spent using LinkedIn as a power tool to, to find candidates, oh, to source yes. candidates, to move people through and things like that. 
we spend so much time on prepping students here about here's how to get your LinkedIn profile up there to get noticed, but it's so important to keep that thing going afterward too. So what are some good tips, tricks, things that you, you tell people to do and how they connect and continue to connect on LinkedIn? Sure. Um, follow companies. There's uh, follow people that you like. Um, there are a lot of people out there that put out good content, um, but start following companies and leaders here in your local market. Um, so you'll just know what's out there. There's there's resources that you can find to to know what different companies are doing, um, because being able to market everything a company is doing is extremely hard. Because uh, I mean, these these high level marketers are trying to cover Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all this kind of stuff. But getting to the core of what a company does, it's very powerful, and you get a lot of information from LinkedIn that you just won't see out there. Mm-hmm. Um, down, there's an app for LinkedIn. Keep it downloaded. Get those messages. Get those notifications. It might be annoying, but it will pay off. And the, the more momentum you have uh, on LinkedIn, is it's easier to get done what you want to get done. Yeah, I, about the notification part of it, because I actually had a student say this to me recently. He said, I would use it more if it weren't for all those things. I feel like I'm compelled to like congratulate everybody on their work anniversary, stuff like that. And my advice to that person was like, well, do that with people that you're carrying on relationships with that you want to have dialogue with. And just like you would ignore the birthday notification on Facebook, if you don't care, eh, you move on. I mean, is that sound or fair? I'm a little bit more direct. I might get over it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be nice on my side. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like anything else. Mm-hmm. The, the notifications have controls, whether you yeah. it, it send it to you, you can mute it, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the LinkedIn world isn't as sexy. It's not like you're seeing a bunch of people in doing exactly what, what you want to do or influencer or... Hold on one second. We're going to have to let the, the announcement go by. Hold on. Never fails. So we're technically connected to the library, but we're not in the library, but the intercom still bleeds over here. So you get to cut all that out of the episode now. So that's awesome. So anyway. So what are I stop? I cut you off in the middle. So let, let me rephrase what, what I was saying there because um, I realized I asked the bad question. So I was talking with a student recently about how to manage those notifications and things like that. And my, my advice was, Pay attention to that just like you would anything else in your social media world with notifications. Follow up on the things that matter to you and the other ones that don't, then just go by. Yeah, I, I would essentially say that um, there you have the ability to control what you see and what you don't see um, and just make it worthy. If, there, if there's a company out there or a, a leader out there that uh, is saying things that you want to hear or saying things that uh, give you some sort of interest, follow them. I mean, mm-hmm. make that concerted effort because... Lord knows we have a lot of information coming through. Mm-hmm. You just got to be choosy about what you go after. Um, most people don't invest time in LinkedIn because it's not a sexy topic out there. You're talking about business, how money moves, how this happens. Um, you don't have a bunch of influencers out there that's sitting out there with their shirts off or <laughs> anything like that. So there, there's no like fluff there to like distract you through, throughout the day. But if you're if you're very serious about wanting to to change your trajectory and be able to advance yourself and get those those abilities, LinkedIn's an extremely powerful tool. So let's say I'm a student and I'm listening to this and I'm going, well, I'm really connected with Zach. I, I like him. Not only should I try to connect with you, but I get that chance to leave a note or whatever. What's something that would get your attention that, that someone should, should say if they want to have a dialogue with you? Um, a specific thing to get me talking to them? Um, 
it just depends on where my head space is at the moment. Um, but one of the most powerful things is when you go to connect with someone, you can actually uh, leave a note in there. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's like 300 characters or something. Yep. But just say why you're looking to meet. People are always up to uh, meet for virtual coffees or like, hey, I, I don't know, I have, I'm an undergraduate uh, with marketing degree. I see that you are working in digital marketing for X company. I think that's awesome. Would love to have a virtual coffee with you just to see how you got where you are and how I can how I can do that. Um, but just going that, you don't have to write an entire cover letter, just showing interest of why you want to have coffee with someone or just have that conversation and people will help. Yeah, I think, I think that's excellent advice. Zach, you're someone who's also been, remained quite involved with your alma mater here and stuff. So what keeps you coming back to UNC Charlotte? I wish I just had one answer. Um, I just like returning to my roots. I don't like forgetting where I come from. Um, like people make fun of me that I used, I grew up drinking water out of rubber water hoses and things like that. They're like, "Oh my gosh, no, you're bougie!" Like you, you probably <laughs> drink. You grew up drinking Fiji. I'm like, no, I really didn't. Small town North Carolina boy. Um, I, I guess I I, I want to go back and help people that were like me um, and retrace my steps and uh, make the make the ability for people to advance and be able to get where they need to go um, a bit easier. So I, they don't have to follow necessarily my path. Um, but I just. I, I don't know. I mean, I just, I've, this school has given me a lot. Um, I, I've met a lot of good people here. Um, and it, it's just a good university. It's right in our backyard. want to definitely keep it growing and uh, give people an, an opportunity to, to make their career. Well, as an old North Alabama boy who uh, grew up drinking, not only out of the, the hoses, but out of the hollowed out gourds that we had <laughs> in the uh, garden, I, I feel for you and I understand <laughs> that. But no, that's, that, and that's what makes UNC Charlotte so special too, is to have alums like you who will come back and give of your time and effort and your, also your, um, your partners in your business doing that as well. We appreciate your support here as well. Zach, if folks want to learn more about you, follow you, what's the best way for them to catch up with you? Um, follow me on LinkedIn, Zach Anderson, or at Zaddy Solutions. Um, we also have LinkedIn. We, uh, I'm sorry, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, our website is www.zaddysolutions.com. Um, we have a career board up that if anybody's ever looking for a role, they can go on there. But um, yeah, we're we're pretty much on all platforms. There's only one Zaddy Solutions out there, so it's easy to find us. Fantastic. Well, <laughs> Zach, thanks again for coming on Career Bits, folks. All of that information is linked in the description of the podcast wherever you downloaded it, so we appreciate you doing that. You can keep up with the happenings of the Career Center by following us on our website, career.charlotte.edu, or on social media at CLT Career Center. We do appreciate your support. So until next time, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to Career Bits. Career Bits.